Welcome to Meet the Filmmakers at the Apple Store, Regent Street in London. Would you please welcome our guest moderator, Anna Smith. Thank you, everyone. Thanks for the warm welcome. It's great to see so many of you here. And welcome to Men, Women and Children. Very, very special Q&A for you today. Um, we've got the cast and a director coming on in a second. But before we welcome them to the stage, shall we have a look at the trailer for the film? Good stuff. Now, may I welcome to the stage with great pleasure the director of the film, Jason Reitman, and the stars, Caitlin Deaver, and of course, Ansel Elgort. Come on, on guys. <laughs> welcome, guys. Take a seat wherever you feel like. <laughs> There's yeah, one or two fans in the audience by the looks of it. Yeah, here we are. <laughs> Are we going to be able to hear ourselves talk? <laughs> that is a wonderful welcome. <laughs> How very sweet. <laughs> so you're all gorgeous and talented. We've established that. Uh, <laughs> well done, by the way, on a fantastic film. I saw it last night at the premiere. Did you all have fun at the premiere? Yeah, duh. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. a lot of fun. <laughs> Good times. Did any of you guys come to the premiere last night? Awesome. Thanks for coming. Quite a few. Quite a few. Jason, let's let's try and start calmly with you, if you can stop laughing. Uh, <laughs> or should we not? I, I, yeah, just ask him questions. <laughs> <laughs> well, whoever would like to answer first, uh, what appealed to you about the film? Because obviously it's such a topical, fascinating subject. Caitlin, Ansel, maybe? <laughs> you want to take it, Caitlin? Um, uh, well, what appealed to me when I read the script was uh, how real and honest it was and how... Um, especially for the teenager roles in the movie, it seemed very much like a teenager was actually talking. Um, and also on, on how current it was, too, how it was on speci one specific moment 
in time and I that that's what really appealed to me yeah I mean it seems like it's a very very relevant thing to right now doesn't it because it involves all our lives every second of the day so um, could you both tell a little bit about your characters before we look at a clip and then we'll get people a bit more of a feel for what your characters are going through yeah my character I play a guy named Tim he's 15 he's really he used to be the star of the varsity football team and then he stopped playing football because his mom left him and his dad behind uh Without and she doesn't really call him anymore. She just keeps in touch mostly through Facebook. And he's become addicted to an online role-playing game. Uh, his life is pretty depressing, and um, he's not really happy anymore. And it's not until he meets um, Brandy, played by Caitlin, that he starts to get pulled out of it and feels the connection with another human being again. Yeah, and and you're going through your own. Your character's going through her own difficulties at home, I suppose, in terms of the yeah. internet and all the control. Yeah, my character is yeah. under a, a very strict set of rules. Um, uh, my mom, Jennifer Garner, uh, she is very overprotective, um, and she checks all of my text messages, uh, my Facebook, everything I do online. And so I kind of feel uh, my character kind of feels trapped in a way, and she doesn't really know what to do. Uh, and she creates this secret Tumblr account where she puts on wigs and different makeup and kind of becomes a different person and, and you know, sees what that's like. And then, again, <laughs> then I meet Ansel's character and <laughs> she's just cracking me up. Um, <laughs> and uh, we, we like each other. We have a really nice human connection. Should we have a little clip of you with your mum played by Jennifer Garner and we'll see a bit more yeah. what you're talking about. Thanks. Okay, you've read through every solitary interaction I've had on every single website, Mom. I think I'm safe from the predators. Well, really, what is this? You were hot. I mean, who's Derek G? I can't help if some random guy finds my picture cute. Jeez. Again. Are you serious? Well, now I don't have to worry about him being inappropriate. Yeah, I'd really hate to get any more compliments, Mom. It could really do a lot of permanent damage. Honey, you know I just do this to keep you safe. Whatever. I love you, sweetie. I love you, too. Okay, let me see your phone. very interesting scene isn't it that I think you know I mean, it's, it's very hard I think for parents perhaps watching to work out what's the right and wrong way to deal with that Jason is that something you felt strongly about uh, look it's a really tricky moment I'm a father I have a seven-year-old daughter and um, there's no rules right now there's no instructions on how to be a good parent when it comes to the internet and your children when I was a kid I feel like there was these rules about watching TV and R-rated movies and yeah. when you could take the car out and where and I have to just hope that I'm importing enough self-confidence into my daughter that she doesn't go looking for it in the wrong places. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, a lot about the film is, is not just about the bad side of the internet, but the good side. I mean, I mean, your character, for example, Ansel, you find solace in talking to other people, don't you? Like the, the gaming community. Yeah, I mean, I think that's, you know, a lot of people have said, oh, yeah, this movie says the internet's bad and everything's bad, bad, bad. But it's, it's not. Uh, in my case he finds th the only friends that he has are on the internet and the only way he can feel like he someone people care about him is on the internet so he plays this role playing game and he has his friends on uh on the game and he hangs out with them every night whether or not it's actually him as the care you know it's not actually yeah. in real life but 
you know, he feels like he's hanging out with someone, so it makes him feel a lot better. Is that something you could relate to with your own experience? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I used to play role-playing games when I was in, like, middle school. Uh-huh. I played Diablo, and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, um... Yeah, I had I had some friends that I would always meet up you with and, and play. You are simply adorable. <laughs> <laughs> You're adorable, oh, Jason. Stop. Stop. Isn't he adorable, guys? I think it might be time for another clip. What do you think? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's have a look at one of you two having some uh, relationship chats. Let's have a look. How come you didn't respond to my message? What message? I wrote you on Facebook, like... Listen, you don't... You can be honest with me. Are you sure it was me? Yeah, pretty sure. Uh, my mom... She... Checks my Facebook, my emails, my texts. She must have just deleted it before I even saw it. It's not like against the law or something? Because she thinks she's protecting me. She watching us right now? <laughs> no. She just tracks me online. Seems a little psycho. Yeah. Anything to say about that or shall I ask a question? <laughs> you look like you're about to burst into something. Oh. No. <laughs> Well, actually, one thing I was thinking that I wanted to sort of talk to all of you about is do you think that the internet and mobile phones have actually made relationships easier or harder? Maybe it's more a question for Jason, because like you, you can, like me, you can remember the days when we just had to phone the home phone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's so funny to me because I'm, I'm like 15, 20 years older than the two of you, but I might as well be 100 years older than you because... The world you guys grew up in really does not even resemble the world that I grew up yeah. in. I made a movie called Juno eight years ago, and the world. Uh, hey now. There you go. You got your fans. <laughs> and that's how it works. No, um, you guys are too young to have seen that film. Why do you? Mean? Apparently not. <laughs> I, I'm not going to let my daughter see that movie until she's like 20. Um, uh, and the world of high school in Juno doesn't even resemble the world that we were looking at in this film. I remember we were scouting a high school in Texas, walking down a corridor, and something felt really strange to me about the high school. I said, what is it? What's so weird? And the person said, there's no lockers because there's no books. I wow. thought that, that just blew my mind. Oh my gosh, that's quite scary, isn't it? Do you guys do you understand that? You, I mean, you read, right? Thing, though. It's like, <laughs> why would you need books if you have the book on a tablet? Like, right. No, no, it, it's not that different, Jason. Yeah, we're, still, <laughs> we're still going to school, we're still learning. Um, it, just because we don't have it on a piece of paper. Wait, I'm not in an argument with no, you. No, no, <laughs> let's have an argument. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you've broken the mic now. Brilliant. <laughs> Did you just Chris Rock your microphone? Is that it? <laughs> yeah. No, but I, th I think it's a, you know, just because, thank you, just, just because we're n it's not on paper, I think, you know, the world is still a very similar place, and we're still going to school, and we're still learning, and et cetera, and, you know, I, I, don't, I don't think it's that different. Uh, you're right. In that, uh, underneath it all, 
things continue to be the same. That while uh, it's somehow the location is changing, but underneath everything is the same. I mean, that's why the movie kind of ends with uh, the two of you holding each other. Uh, <laughs> and he's dead. It's like, how many movies does this guy have to die in? It's just perfect. I don't die, don't worry. I mean, maybe I do. Yeah, leave it, let's leave it open. <laughs> uh, actually, on that note, how does this differ from your previous roles, if I talk to the two actors there? Uh, very different characters for you? Um, yeah, because I normally play, like, troubled teens uh, with a lot of issues. I mean, you're kind of troubled in this movie. A I'm a little, but it's a lot toned down. I think I play the troubled teen really well. Uh, <laughs> yeah, why don't you ever get to play someone who's troubling somebody else? You know, that's next. Um, no, I, uh, yeah, I, I felt like um, this was different from a lot of roles I've done because I haven't really done, I mean, I haven't really done just sort of a regular girl uh, and just a girl who's like any other teenager out there right now. Um, and that was a lot of fun, and it was it was nice because um, following the script and doing the lines was really just easy, and it came naturally, uh, especially on set with with Jason. Uh, it, it was really fun to play this character. I had a really good time with it. Um, but the biggest challenge was being ha having that feeling of like. What if my mom actually was this was yeah. this strict? Like that yeah. was the hardest part of it, I think. Clearly, that's my not mom the case. isn't like that. Yeah, right. No. Yeah, that's interesting. And how about yourself with your previous roles? How do you feel this kind of fits into? Yeah, <laughs> very different than that guy. It's true. You know, as you guys just saw the clips, and I hope you go see the movie. You know, I'm. Thank you. Um, you know, I think that's that's our job as actors. Uh, I just just because you know. A lot of you guys know me as being one guy. You're going to see that throughout my career, hopefully, if you stay. Yeah, and the Tommy Ross, too. And Caleb. Well they're, well, they're all different. Yeah, you know, Caleb is different than Augustus, and Tim is different than Augustus and Caleb, and they're all different guys. And uh, hopefully the guy I play next will be different than all those guys, too. Uh, hopefully I continue to. Yeah, exactly, Van Cliburn. He'll be very different. She go. knows those they things. Know. They know everything about you. There's nothing you don't know. Let's talk about your co-stars, because it's a wonderful ensemble drama. So you've got Adam Sadler in this, Rosemary DeWitt, Judy Greer. Did you all have a fabulous time on set? Yeah? Anything yeah. nice or nasty yeah. to say about folks. your yeah. co-stars? They're all amazing. They're so <laughs> yeah. nice. Yeah. Good. Jason, what made you choose these two in particular for the roles? Go on. <laughs> I was so unbelievably charmed by the two of them. How could I not? Uh, they're great actors. That's Absolutely. it. End of the day. Uh, I like to work with uh, actors who are talented, but also the most important thing is they need to know how to be honest and vulnerable on mm. screen. I look for people who can access that vulnerability, and that's the, really the trickiest part. Um, I've never really been interested in people who can play uh, things that uh, are so different from themselves. I mean, there's actors who... Uh, are transformational actors and they could be someone you would never recognize and that takes a lot of talent and skill but it's not what I'm interested in. What I'm interested in is actors who know how to find connective tissue with the character and who are confident and brave enough to be honest on screen and reveal their own vulnerabilities and that for me is the magical moment is watching two actors like these two who open up to each other in a way where you can feel their chemistry on set uh, and then the whole crew is overwhelmed by it. 
It really, there's some very touching scenes between your characters. And also when you mention vulnerability, people like Adam Sandler as well has to do some quite embarrassing stuff in this yeah. film, right? I mean, um, how did it come about working with him? Was he on it from the very beginning? I mean, this is Adam Sandler like you've never seen him before. Uh, I met Adam a few years ago, and we started talking about movies that we'd want to make together, and our taste was surprisingly similar. And we started working on a few things, and then this came along. And as you'll see when you see this movie, he has to do some very tricky stuff. I can't even talk. You guys are all so young. I can't talk I know, about I was treading what carefully uh, <laughs> Sandler does in this movie. But, you know, the movie opens with Sandler going to some questionable websites in yes. order to do questionable <laughs> things. And, it, and then his computer's not working, so he uses his teenage son's computer instead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, to watch porn, yes. Oh. <laughs> Straight to the point. And it's a lot about the relationship between him and his wife as well, of course, because, you know, this is this ironic scene where they're both sitting there, but both on their phones and their computers, not actually talking to each other, right? Is that something that you guys think is an issue sometimes, you know, when you're sitting there both not talking to each other? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I think that, especially what this movie says, is that human connection is what's important, and... Sometimes we do use our phones a little bit too much. Sometimes I sit at dinner with my friends and say, hey guys, let's all turn our phones on airplane mode and take a break and just enjoy each other's company. And there's nothing, you know, there's nothing wrong with phones and there's nothing wrong with the internet and social media. And, but like, to be on it all the time isn't good. You know, because sometimes it's nice just to live in the moment. And I hope that, you know, I hope that uh, some of you guys do that sometimes. Not always on your phone. You know, I, I try not to do it all the time. <laughs> school guys, yeah, exactly. <laughs> they don't let you use it at school? Oh, surprise me. Um, what about Twitter? Because, I mean, you're all involved in Twitter now, aren't you? It's how often a day do you spend, you know, you go onto Twitter and check it? I, I tweet every once in a while. And, uh, you know, I'll go on a couple times a day. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not obsessed with, I, I think Instagram and Twitter are the most ones I use. Mm -hmm. uh, but, yeah. I, uh, I, 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 like, I like social media and it's a fun thing, um, but I'm not too obsessed with it, I have to say. How about the rest of you? Care to comment on Twitter? <laughs> You're being very reticent there, Anthony. You tweet. I, t I tweet every once in a while. I'll tweet like once a month. And I'll be like, ah. Oh, That's not enough, Jason. I think I need to tweet. Uh, no, you know what? It's funny. Back in 2009, 2010, before most of you were born, I, um, uh, I, I, I gotta start making some old jokes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I spent about a year or two where I was very active. I was tweeting multiple times a day and tweeting with people who were following me. And it was a really interesting experience. But by the end of it, for whatever reason, I felt too exposed. I felt it was a little too public and, mm -hmm. and I pulled back. But you gotta remember, you guys grew up with this, and I'm this something that uh, has kind of become a part of my life. And it's still fun. I get to promote really cool things. And every once in a while, I'll get drunk and tweet something stupid. But um, <laughs> I think about a few weeks ago, I was watching Predator at midnight drunk, and I <laughs> tweeted something about if we could see the world the way the Predator did. I don't know. It was... I was having a moment. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds profound. <laughs> Never drunk tweet. That's my motto. <laughs> you obviously have a big Twitter following. <laughs> Some of whom are Why here. Why are they going to cheer? <laughs> um, is it a nice way to interact with your fans? Do you find it like helpful? Yeah. 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 
I, I like to tweet like a couple, maybe a couple times a day and say something or, you know, I tweeted before like, hey guys, I don't know if this, are any of you here? I'm just curious. It's actually interesting to me. Are any of you guys, did any of you guys not know about this and then because I tweeted, come here? Look, that's, see, that's, that's what's cool about Twitter. There. See, that's, that's awesome. And that is yeah. the cool thing about Twitter. Yeah. Twitter. So then now you guys are here and you might not have known before. So Twitter is very instant news. And I can say, hey, guys, if you want to come see me, I'm at the Apple Store right now. I mean, I'll say this. I use Twitter as a news aggregate. So mm -hmm. if something is happening, True. I've been in traffic where I'm yes. like, I don't know what's going on. Why am I stuck in traffic? And yeah. I'll just, I'll search Twitter for, you know. Hollywood and Vine, or the 101 freeway, and yes. find out. And, and 10 people have already said, oh, yeah, this is what's happening on the freeway. That's why you're stuck in traffic. Yeah, it's great for local news. That's, that's probably yeah. what we do with Twitter. But, um, yeah, talking more about the experience of making the film, it's quite funny as well as is it's dramatic. Did you have a laugh on set? Were there any scenes where you kind of had a hmm. bit of giggle, or did it all feel pretty Well, I, it's funny because <laughs> Ansel's character is supposed to be so down and so sad and I mean, look, even when he starts thinking about <laughs> smiling, it's like the luminance in the room goes up by 10. Oh, and there's his teeth. That's it. You're done. Um, so, so we had to try to not make Ansel smile or laugh, which is a very tough thing to do. Really? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Smiling already. That is quite tough. Yeah. <laughs> I know you're smiling. <laughs> Big grin. All right. Ask the next question. <laughs> What's your, what was your favorite scene the two of you did together in the film, without giving any spoilers away? Um, there's a really nice point. Uh, it's not even really a scene, it's just a shot. Uh, yeah. And it's clear that, we, that she snuck out under her crazy mom's wrath. And uh, we're underneath this waterfall and this water quarry, and it's gorgeous. Quarry action. It's really, really gorgeous. Uh, it's a beautiful shot. And we're just lying there and, you know, not on our phones or anything, just like enjoying the moment together. It's beautiful. Did filming this make you, I mean, we touched a little bit on, you know, isn't it good sometimes to put down your phone and not you know, have a chat, but did it make you behave differently after exploring the issues in this film? It wasn't until I saw it, actually. Like, after I saw it, I was like, I'm not going to look at my phone tonight for a little bit. But also, Jason, Jason, Jason told us like before we started shooting, he was like, well, maybe not Instagrams, you know, so much during the shoot mm -hmm. and just enjoy the experience of being with each other and uh, and enjoying the moment. It was kind of after that where I was like, that was kind of nice because we didn't Instagram that much on the set. Right. Yeah, there was there's there's eight young actors in the film. And I told them all at the beginning, look, this is going to be a really special experience. I think this is going to be a filmmaking shoot unlike any one you'll ever have in your life. The eight of you are here in Austin, Texas. It's a great town. Um, just for the next two, three months, don't text about it. You could text, uh, don't tweet about it. Don't uh, Instagram about it. You could Instagram tweet other things. But make this experience private and just yours, something that belongs to just the eight of you. And... I think it's one of the reasons that the bond between the eight of you was so strong. I've never seen a cast come together like the eight of you. And would, uh, If any of you were doing something, you were doing it all as a group. You were all going to barbecue together. Um, it was awesome. So the film is about human relationships, and you were kind of cultivating that, I guess, you know, while you were filming. Yeah. yeah. Well done. Uh, let's <laughs> talk about what you're all up to um, aside from this before we cut to the audience. Uh, Jason, what are you working on, on currently? Solo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I... 
What am I doing next? What am I? Sorry. I didn't yeah, what are you working on next? Uh, I'm adapting uh, a book by the same author as The Descendants. Do you see that? The George yeah. Clooney film? So the author is a great author named Cowie Hart Hemmings, and she has a new book called The Possibilities, and I'm adapting that into a screenplay. Excellent. Sounds good. Okay. Um, right now I'm just, you know, looking for the next story to do, I guess. I, uh, I just finished a movie called The Greens Are Gone, which should be coming out soon. But yeah, I'm just, in the, at the moment, just reading scripts and deciding mm-hmm. what's next. How you do you juggle the studying? Oh yeah, I've got yeah. Laggies. <laughs> laggies is coming out. It's called soon. Say When over here, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's something different. It's called Say When. It's with Kira mm. Knightley and Chloe Moretz. Um, yeah, that's coming out too. Yeah, it's a good film. Congratulations. Yeah, I saw thank it. Yeah, you. It's very good. Yeah. And fill us in. Um, I just finished filming the second Divergent movie. <laughs> I, just wow. I knew that was gonna happen. Um, and yeah, I'm just I'm just sort of like I'm just sort of like waiting for the next thing that really really interests me film-wise. And otherwise, I'm just making music every day. Yep, and solo. Yeah. <laughs> Well, maybe we should hear a few questions from this rather enthusiastic audience. What do you reckon? Now, please wait for the microphone to come over to you. I'm going to leave it. Uh, we'll have someone in the front row, please, first of all. Thank you so much. Questions for everyone, if possible. <laughs> um, hi, my name's Lily. This is Shannon. If you weren't successful, all of you, do you think you'd be the same person as you are today? Mm, good question. Yeah, go uh, for that's it, guys. a really interesting question. Thank you. <laughs> Anyone catch She's asked yeah. what she asked if we weren't successful, that we would be the same people. Hmm. I I don't know if I would. I don't know. It's that's tough hard to, to say. determine. Yeah. It's hard to know like what who you would be if your life wasn't the same as it is now. You know what I mean? That's like that's a tough question. Well, particularly because um, the two of you are also so young. We're so young. Like I've, I've you're I just guess, starting out. You know what? I've only been successful for like a year, so I guess I haven't changed that much in the last year. I'm, I was happy a year ago, and I'm happy now. Success is awesome, but like I've been happy since <laughs> just like just being able to act. Like I just love acting, and I love making music, and like it's really not. It's not really about the success or the reward. It's about the process and about like enjoying what I do. So I suppose yeah, I would I would be the same person. Thank you. I, I, you know, I'd like to, I'd like to think I would be. Although it's that's honestly one of the best questions I've ever gotten in a Q and A. It's very thought provoking, and um, I would really like to think that I would still be trying to write uh, and trying to tell stories and share my stories no matter what, and that I wouldn't have lost hope. Um, I can't help think I would because I've desperately wanted to tell stories and I've desperately wanted to make people laugh my entire life, um, and when I'm with people. That's all I want to do. So, uh, great question. Ooh, good answer too. How about you? Uh, I don't know. I don't consider myself like successful yet. I mean, you are that's on stage you are. next to Ansel Elgort. <laughs> you mean, are successful. Okay. All right. I guess I don't really think about that. Uh, Screw you, Jason. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it's a joke that never gets old. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. That's it's hard to say. Um, I think if I if I still I, if I I I don't know. I love what I do, and I I I don't think I imagine myself doing anything else. 
Um, I'm just happy to be doing this, sitting here with these guys. Great stuff. Um, yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much. Okay, let's uh, have another question in the front there. Hi, this question is for Ainsel. Um, I, first of all, I love your smile. <laughs> thank you, I love your smile. Oh, thanks. <laughs> um, but also I love when you cry in a scene, you transmit so much. And I wanted to know how you do you prepare yourself for crying in a scene? Yeah, you know what, I don't, it's not really about like crying and I don't think about like, okay, I have to cry in this particular scene. It's more just about preparing for the scene, whatever it is. Um, and if the scene makes me cry while I'm in it, if like the, the reality of the situation, because I just will become the character and let myself be in that scene and be there. And if the reality of the situation makes me cry, um, it, you know, as the character, then it, it happens. Um, I don't really think about it. And if it doesn't happen, that's fine too. Um, either way, it's not really about the actual tears. It's just about being real in the moment and whatever's real is real. Uh, because, you know, if you, then you're, you, you're not crying because you're in the moment and you're like, oh no, I have to cry. I have to force myself to cry. It's not going to be real anymore. It's all about being real. And that's, you know, that's what good acting is, I suppose. Thank you. Good answer. I think we've got uh, some hands up over the other side there. Have we got a mic over there? Thank you. Hi, I'm Emily. Um, my question is, do you guys have a favorite genre of movie to do or do you just... I, you know, uh, I like making, I like making independent films. I like uh, making movies that are kind of a little left of center. So uh, I grew up on these movies that came out in the '90s that were all Sundance films, made, films made by guys like Quentin Tarantino and Paul Thomas Anderson and Spike Jones and Alexander Payne. And these are the guys who really made me want to stop being a film fan and instead be a filmmaker. I, I like doing drama and comedy. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I sci -fi. find something <laughs> sci-fi. Oh my God. Um, uh, I, I don't know. I, I like switching around so I can't really decide on one. I love doing different. I li I'm very scatterbrained. <laughs> That's good. Versatile. Yeah. <laughs> and yourself? Uh, I don't know. I like anything, but to be honest, I don't really like scary movies. I'm kind <laughs> of a scaredy cat. I hate watching them, and like, I, luckily my parts in Carrie weren't too scary. <laughs> <laughs> Great question, thank you. All right, um, there's some more kind of in this row here, lady there. Thank you. Oh my God. <laughs> um, I'm Layla. Um, all my life, I've wanted to be an actress. Ever since I was about four years old, what would you say to me in order to get there? Um, I would, I would, um, I would say if you want to do it, you have to just work really hard at it and go to class and be driven and devoted. And, and then probably, you know, if you get to set and you work with an actor, you shouldn't freak out about it, you know? <laughs> so take some time, you know, to get over it and, uh. <laughs> You're welcome. It's <laughs> good advice. Thank you. Um, if there's someone in the second row here, thank you very much. Uh, pass the mic down. Thank you very much. 
Um, it's to Caitlin and Ansel. When did you realize that you wanted to go into the acting industry? Um, I, I was really little and I and my parents told me that I asked when I was six when I when I started asking if I could like go to acting classes and I don't quite remember that but then it was around nine years old or I really started asking my parents if I could just do something in, in acting I thought you could just like do acting <laughs> um, and I remember like saying, Mom, Dad, I'm going to get out a phone book and, and call an agent. Yeah. Just call him up. Uh, and, I, and then I, they were like, all right. So I, I started doing acting classes at like nine years old. And then it was kind of on from there. Thank you. Um, my sister was a ski racer. And wow, you know my sister's name. That's crazy. <laughs> Uh, that's not creepy. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, uh, so, and we used to drive up to Vermont, um, and it would be five-hour drives, and we'd listen to musical theater in the car, and we'd sing in the back of the car. So we listened to Oklahoma, The King and I, um, a bunch of musicals, and yeah. not now. I think they want you to sing, Ansel. Uh, yeah. Oklahoma, <laughs> where the wind goes. <laughs> anyway. So then um, I would sing them, and I started to love singing, and then singing turned into singing and musical theater, and then it turned into theater and, and ba ballet and a lot of stuff. And then it, I realized that I wanted to be a performer, and, and then straight acting came out of that. Great stuff. Thank you. Okay, another one over there, please. Thank you. Hi. Um, first of all, Jason, I've been a huge fan for... Um, I think perhaps I watched Thank You For Smoking when I was too young, uh, but it was one of the first movies that made me fall in love with cinema, really. Oh, uh, wow, what a sweet thing to say. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, so I was wondering for Caitlin and Ansel if you have a favorite movie of Jason's. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. <laughs> Juno, it's my favorite. I like Young Adult. Uh, mm, mm, yeah, great movie. Both great movies. Yes, excellent question, thank you. Okay. Um, perhaps more towards the front. <laughs> Thank you. Pass the mic down. Thank you. Very kind. Um, we wanted to ask all of you together um, if, like, you could choose anyone you could work with in the world. Who would you choose? Uh, wow. <laughs> anyone I could work with in the world. Um, I don't know. It'd be a lot of people, but. Uh, I think, especially because I'm in London right now, uh, I would really like to uh, act opposite Christian Bale. He's really good. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, good choice. Uh, that's so hard go, to answer. Go British. Go British. Go British. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I don't know any British. <laughs> well, you've already done Kira Knightley, haven't you? So you've actually. Oh, I love yeah. Eddie Redmayne. Ah, He's there you go. <laughs> no, um. But no. But no. Uh, no. <laughs> I don't know. There's so many actors. I really love uh, Sandra Bullock and Joaquin Phoenix. Mm. Those are some of my favorites. Awesome. I'm going to stick British. I'm going to go Tilda Swinton. Oh, brilliant. Oh. Yeah. I'd love to see you directing Tilda Swinton. That would be yeah, great. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I'd be a little Let's nervous. Let's make that happen. But yeah. yeah. Excellent. Okay, good question. So I don't know if we got mics close enough to you guys at the back there, but... Um, <laughs> If we can get someone towards the back there, please. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> Thank you. Hi, I'm Kylie. 
Um, I wanted to know if you could have any superpower, what would you have? How did all the Americans get here? That's what I'm confused I by. <laughs> yeah, superpower. Ever thought about this? Now's the time if you haven't. <laughs> Flying, time travel. Well, that was the. Uh, I would say, yeah. Uh, would you rather be able to fly or read minds? Mm, good one. Why? No, yeah, I would. I read minds would be weird. Reading minds? No. I'd, I'd definitely say fly. You could probably take over the world by being able to read minds if like, you were really crafty about it right. and you read mm. the right people's minds the right, and like, slowly made your way up the chain. But I don't know. I'd rather just be able to fly. That'd be sweet. <laughs> <laughs> so you're not Machiavellian, then you're not plotting to take over the world. That's good to know. No, it's all right. But which one would you get tired of sooner? Like, After a few years of flying, you'd be like, dude, I wish I could read someone's mind. <laughs> no way. You'd get tired of no, that. No, if you were reading people's mind, you'd be addicted, and you wouldn't be able to like, you wouldn't be able to like, sit with someone and have like a regular conversation. Like it would be too weird. You uh, you would have the yeah. upper hand in every conversation. It'd be really awkward. Right. But if you were able to fly, you would just be you? like, if you get sick of it, you don't have to do it. And then every once in a while, you're like, you know what? I feel like flying today. <laughs> <laughs> what if Why you could not? turn off the mind reading though? If you can switch it off, still flying. Yeah, because then I'd be tempted. I'd be like, what is this person thinking? Yeah. Mm, <laughs> it's too tempting. I'm gonna. Screw it. I'm <laughs> Probably as addictive as the internet, I would imagine. Alrighty, some more questions. Um, if you could adapt or act in any book adaptation, what would it be? Besides The Fault in Our Stars. And Divergent, that doesn't count. <laughs> and this. Yeah. Any. That you, I, um, if you could star in any, any book. book adaptation that you haven't yet done already. I want to... I wanna I want to be in Lord of the Rings really bad. It's too late, but... That shit may have sailed. That's like, those are my favorite <laughs> movies. My, yeah, that's my favorite movies. I love Lord of the Rings. So maybe if they remake it like years and years from now, I can be like Gandalf or something. <laughs> <laughs> the reboot, you can be Gandalf. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Now, where's that mic found its way to? Does <laughs> anyone want a question there? Grab it. Go on. <laughs> Hi, um, my question's for Caitlin. I really loved you in um, Justified, and I was wondering if which you prefer, filming movies or TV shows? Oh, I'm so glad you love Justified. Um, Justified was really, uh, that was like my first experience sort of really get going for it for a character, uh, and I was not myself at all. Uh, so, I don't know, I love the fact that that TV show um, and the TV show I'm on now is like it's a continuous story and it's endless uh, but with a film you know you have one story and you know the entire story from start to finish um, and that's that's really nice too um, I don't know I like I that's just the thing I, I do both so I, I, I like both of them Thank you. We've got some more questions over here. One of these, please. Thank you. Hi. Um, firstly, I think you're all amazing, and thank you for coming to London, because, you know, it's good. Um, <laughs> and my question is, did you learn anything from each other on the set? Like, take anything from each other's acting or from Jason? Or yeah, they taught me what Snapchat is. <laughs> <laughs> did you guys learn anything from each other? <laughs> Or from Jason? Uh, Hopefully you learned something from your wonderful director. Yeah, Christ. Come on. Oh, from <laughs> Come on. Jason? Think of something. 
Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I learned something. Yeah. Uh, okay, so he gave me some really great piece of advice at one point. Uh, we had a lot of, like, s more serious lines. Um, and he would tell us, we would, you know, be saying our lines, and, and he would tell us to just not make not make the words heavy they're already heavy on page um, if you just let them go and you and you just speak the words then the audience is going to know what you're feeling and that was a really good i'm going to take that with me forever oh good advice yeah yeah i i remember jason was just like don't you don't have to do anything like you you're already you have the character and like just just say the just say the words as the character. Don't worry about it. Don't do don't do anything. <laughs> just don't do anything. Yeah, great. Thanks, okay, for our final question, there's a girl in the front row who had a head hand up with a stripy top. Sorry guys, one left. Hi. Um I wanted to know if you could be the main character in any movie, what would you be? In any movie, the main, main character. character. Willy Wonka. <laughs> Willy Wonka. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> uh, Audrey Hepburn in Breakfast at Tiffany's. Oh, oh, Elegant choice. Um, <laughs> well, we've said Lord of the Rings. I want to try to be, when I'm older, my little brother when the Godfather. <laughs> <laughs> it's Very crazy good. how much you look like a young Brando. <laughs> He actually does. <laughs> he does yeah, I, I mean, when you're not that. making that face. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note, I'd like to thank all three of you very, very much for coming. I'd like to thank, thank all you. of you Thanks for coming. For Go see men, women, thank and you. children. Thank you all for your time. Thank you. Bye. Bye.